the Affidea podcast, brought to you with Express Care by Affidea, with clinics in the Elysian in Cork and Northwood and Tala in Dublin. There's nothing more important than health. Hello and welcome to the Affidea podcast on menopause. I'm Breda Brown and today I'm talking to Dr. Rita Gallimberti from FemPlus Women's Health Clinic about menopause. Now, whether you're coming up to this part of your life or going through the menopause, I think you'll really find this podcast informative and helpful. Rita, your background is in obstetrics and gynaecology and you're an assistant master in the Coombe Hospital in Dublin. Yes, that's exactly correct. So let's start at the beginning then about the menopause. What exactly is the menopause? Well, first of all, it's a physiological state. So it's this is a really important point because it means that it happens to all women. No woman would escape this condition. So it's not a disease. And what it means for us is that at some stage in your life, your ovaries will start working a bit less. And that's what we call perimenopause. And at some stage, they will stop working altogether. And what that does to us women, is that we start lacking hormones that are normally produced by the ovaries. The ovaries produce a lot of things, our eggs to have babies, but they also produce hormones that have a lot of effects on our body. And the three main hormones that the ovaries will produce are estrogen, progesterone and testosterone. And when the ovary doesn't work anymore, the level of this hormone will decline gradually at the beginning and then it will drastically stop at some stage. And when does the perimenopause start? Well, that's a difficult question and that's where women get quite confused because there isn't really a, a fixed age for this to happen. And for some women, it happens very quickly. So they start perimenopause and then the ovaries will stop working and menopause will happen very quickly. But for some women, this stage of perimenopause, which is it's a bit more of a malfunction. The way I explain it to patients usually, it's like a car that is starting not working perfectly. So there are some bits that work sometimes and some bits that don't work other times. So this particular stage for some women can last up to 10, 15 years. And that's where we are in difficulties as, as medical professionals because we can't always pinpoint exactly where a woman is in this particular journey. And what symptoms, though, should they be looking out for? The symptoms can be a lot because the hormones, those three hormones that I mentioned, have a lot of effects on all our body, pretty basically in every single bit of, of our body. So the list of symptoms is very, very long. But what I try to do with patients usually is to focus on the symptoms that are important because it's not very helpful to take a long list and see how many can you have. Do you have 5, 10, 15? So what I do say to patients is there are four main things that we use ourselves to make the diagnosis. So the classic one are the vasomotor symptoms, which are the hot flashes and nice sweats. And every woman who has had one of those will know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, the second one is um, feeling tired, and this is can be a very general symptoms. That's why sometimes it's difficult to diagnose for medical professional, but it's a tiredness that you never had before. So if you have a patient who was absolutely fine living a life, going exercising, and suddenly doesn't have the energy to do things that she was doing before, that is a worry. The third one is the mood changes. And again, they can present in very different ways. Some women can be very anxious about things that they were not anxious before. And again, change is the key symptom for us. Women who were perfectly able to cope with work and stress and life and family, they're suddenly anxious about tasks that normally wouldn't have faced them before. Some women have more depression side of mood changes, so they feel down, they're not too sure what they're down, everything should be okay, family is okay, work is okay, but they can't just really feel as happy or as confident as they were before. 
And the fourth one is the lack of sleep. Now, sometimes people don't sleep because they have the first symptoms or they have the nice sweats to wake them up. Sometimes they don't sleep for no reason and they find themselves awake at night. Maybe the anxiety is what kicks in at that stage and that obviously contributes to the tiredness. So it's a little bit of a vicious circle. But I use these four group of symptoms usually to diagnose patients. And that all sounds tough enough. So I suppose then at what point does somebody know that they're actually in menopause? The menopause is when the ovary has stopped working altogether. So what happens at that stage in a, in a woman's life is the periods will stop. But that is not very useful. This is a question that women ask me all the time. Where I am? Am I in peri? Am I in post? I'm in the middle. How long have I left? And this question is actually not very useful for us because it doesn't matter at what stage of the journey you are. What it matters to us is that you have symptoms that are bothering you. So whatever you're in perimenopause or postmenopause, it's not really important at all. So I do really ask patients not to focus on that and just to focus on the symptoms. If there are any of the things that I mentioned before and you have any of those and they're bothering you, well, then you can do something about it if you want. And wherever you're in the journey, it's totally right. Does everyone then experience the same symptoms or are they different depending on the woman? No, they're very different because, as I said, we have receptor in in that part of the bodies and some people have more uh, of one symptom of the other. And some women have very little symptoms and and, and they sail through menopause quite easily. So there there are some very lucky women. So I suppose we're trying really trying to help the ones that have symptoms that do affect their quality of life. So if they do have symptoms, then what's the best way to, to go about managing them? They have to be open-minded to medical treatment and that sometimes can be a bit difficult for me because not everybody wants to approach it as a medical treatment. So what we do is explain to patients is, um, and obviously we're talking about HRT here, we're talking about hormone replacement therapy. What we're doing when you use hormone replacement therapy, we're putting back those hormones that your own body is not producing anymore. So I really would like patients to start thinking of this not as a medical treatment, not as a drug, but uh, more about putting back in your body what you used to have. And that's why you were functioning perfectly before and what you don't have now. And that's why you're not functioning anymore. Why are people so nervous of HRT? Well, there's a, little, uh, there's a lot of bad press in the past and, you know, I suppose it is something that we should talk about uh, more in detail, specifically about HRT. But um, the ev- new evidence is not really like that anymore. And if women do want to do something about their symptoms, they really should come and talk to a medical professional and be very open-minded to the fact that their life can be made so much better with treatment. And is there a way then to find out for sure if you're definitely in the menopause as opposed to just thinking you are? Yes, it is. But that's that's too late when that happens. And as I said, that happens. We have a medical definition of if you haven't had periods for a year, uh, then you're definitely postmenopause if you're over 50. And that's not really helpful if you have been having symptoms for 10 years. So that's why that's not really important. But usually, if your uh, periods have stopped completely, that's a very clear sign. And then there is a blood test we use to confirm the diagnosis, the diagnosis, which is called uh, the blood test is called FSH. And that goes quite high once your ovary has stopped working altogether. But that's it. It is, as I said, a retrospective diagnosis when it's already happened. And that's why it's not very useful for women. And then how do you know when you've gone through the menopause and it's over? 
Again, that's another thing that women worry about a lot. And this, the real truth is you never finish because once you're over, you stop working, then you're in menopause and you'll be in menopause until you die. So uh, that's the third stage of your life and it will continue forever. There isn't an end of it. The symptoms can sometimes lessen a little bit and they might be uh, less distressful for some women. But there are women who keep having symptoms in their 60s and 70s and 80s. And so there is no end to it. And there are some long term consequences of being in menopause that will affect the rest of your life. So it's a case of trying to manage it then, really, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's all about managing and about trying to find what works for you so that these symptoms don't affect your life in a negative way. Well, I think that was definitely very informative and useful. Dr. Rita Gallimberti from FemPlus Women's Health Clinic, thank you for joining us on the Avidea podcast. We'll see you next time. The Avidea podcast, brought to you with Express Care by Avidea, with clinics in the Elysian and Cork and Northwood and Tala in Dublin. There's nothing more important than health.